Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Well, welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment. This week, it is Jim Parkin and Ashley Chandler. Welcome back. Good to be here. What? I'm talking what? like I'm a guest. I know. I here. Thank it's you, Jim, for joining vaccine. us this week. <laughs> yes. The vaccine has me messed up. Me, myself, and COVID are on the episode this week. <laughs> nope, not COVID, just the vaccine. It's good. I got scolded a little bit. Why? I, I won't name names, but because this this person is in charge of a lot of things. I'll say that. <laughs> and because when that I was just being called Jim and they've Oops. been told like the staff, young staff has been told they're supposed to dress me as pastor and I wasn't correcting them. I'm like, well, I'm not going to correct them. But then I got the look. So I was like, okay, yeah. all right. From now on. Actually, true story. I did that when, um, pastor Irwin, pastor Kyle got his credentials Right, and um, I think one of our first meetings or practices after that, or something, because we had a staff meeting. So now, from here on out, we're going to address Kyle and Josh as Pastor Kyle and Pastor Josh. So then, I think a couple days later at practice, I was like, "Hey guys, it's all you know, whatever." And he was like, "Oh no, you guys." I'm like, "No, technically, Miss Dina said so. You can't be telling people when Miss Dina said." Stab said, and then you're going to tell people not to do it because it's awkward for you. You got to receive it. (laughs) Right, right. Well, too, you know, I haven't been making a big deal because I just, at this point, just hold local credentials. But then it was pointed out that a lot of pastors just held local credentials for a long, long time. So I was like, okay, Uh, just call me Jim. (laughs) (laughs) Just Jim. (laughs) For podcasting purposes. That's good. So, all right. So how's it going? It's going really good. There's a lot of tweaks and things that we have started to do this year. I don't know if you'd really call them New Year's resolutions as much as it's more, I don't want to be stuck in the same crummy mindset as I we were kind of getting our, letting ourselves get into the end of last year and oh, stuff. Yeah. So um, getting up early reading my Bible, mm. doing the version devotionals consistently and stuff mm. like that. There's a couple books that I've ordered and been reading and stuff. One is, um, if anybody cares, um, Permission to Feel by Mark Brackett. My dad actually told me about this one. That's been really good. And then I've been reading um, The Impossible First about Colin O'Brady, who was the first to um, walk across Antarctica solo. Wow. So reading that stuff, just, you know, trying to do that. So it's it's been good. It's, it's been good. So working cool. on those little steps, little steps. Yeah. Same here, you know. Um, talk about TLE is going to start a house church this year, right? Yeah. And it keeps getting, like, more and more real. That's like, cool. You know, so they had, and I shared it out for our listeners, like I always do. So if you didn't go to church, as your chaplain, <laughs> there's no excuse so, tisk tisk. But they they had like Vision Sunday, so yes. they had like this beautiful video that the guys made, that creative put together, 
So TLE, we had our little spot in front of Grand Blank City Fire Department and we talked about house church. So as you know, Ashley, what I hate most is seeing myself on the Jumbotron there. <laughs> well, it's no little screen in there, Jim. <laughs> no, 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 no. And it's nerve wracking. And I was there sun or Thursday night to do security and then Sunday to be the medic. So it was no better on Sunday than it was on Thursday. <laughs> uh, but, but they did a phenomenal job, though. They did a great job. Great job. Thank you, and, Center Creative, for all that. And if you have ever heard the worship song, New Wine, we sing it sometimes in church. Yes. But there's probably the most beautiful rendition of that ever sung. Some of the, a couple of the girls did at the end of it. <gasps> really? Yes. Ashley, you will cry. I promise. <laughs> so just make yourself in heads a spot for crying is facilitated. <laughs> just heads uh, up. I've known you for a long time now, yeah. and this one will get you. I'm just very honest with how I feel. That's all. It's, it's okay. It's this okay. one, this okay. one is going to, cool. you know. Cool. And if you watch the Sunday 9 o'clock version, Miss Dina will make you cry too. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. <laughs> so just Kleenex ready. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, all right, man. So tonight, what we're doing, Ashley had a great idea. She texted so me earlier. Yeah. So what we're doing tonight I, is I posted earlier on Facebook and just ask EMS, ER folks to tell us if they had ever done anything that we're calling off book. <laughs> <laughs> which everybody knows means just maybe sidestep protocol maybe a little bit because we were texting some potential guest and i was telling you about this person that has done some off book things on their covid floor i won't say who or where but just to you know, just getting people a dang bath, just getting people something, right. you know, some dignity, you know. So I know you guys, um, so many of you have such a passion for what you do and the people that you love and take care of and stuff. So this is, I'm, I know you guys are pretty creative and pretty feisty. So this will be fun to see. <laughs> so I'm not going to name drop either. Oh yeah. Yeah. Probably. So just, just for the protection of everybody. <laughs> involved but some of this stuff is good and it's like coming in as we're recording too. this is so fun. should i get on facebook too and see yeah you should oh, this this is fun okay i gotta move over my zoom window here so i can pull up the intro so, the interwebs i'm gonna leave there's one that everybody that i know some of whom that i work with before and work with now the last story i'm gonna tell you is the yeah. greatest of all time like the last story they actually created a protocol after this had happened. <laughs> oh, that's great. Because there wasn't one. Because that's, this was a, f a phenomenal thing that happened. That's hilarious. So, all right. Okay. Hmm. Well, this is good. <laughs> Here's one. We're going to start here. So, again, the question was, let me go back. Let me go back and I'll just say the question. So. Okay. Um, have you ever gone off book? I put in parentheses, which is AKA for sidestep protocol mm -hmm. for the betterment of your patients, your patient or patients and their care. If so, how far are you willing to go? Ooh, you actually asked. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. This this individual, I like this, is uh, she is a, a police officer. Okay. But also a paramedic. She does these tasks separately, so she's not a deputy. She's okay. cop and then sometimes paramedic. And this, her answer said, argued tooth and nail as a police officer that her assault victim had a severed carotid artery and she was able to maintain uh, bleeding control with like pressure dressings and whatnot. So he was in and out of consciousness. When she arrived to deliver this person at the facility, the doctor said, you're just a cop and treated her as though she didn't know what she was talking about. Oh, no. Later, she found, after seeing the doc again, they pulled a three-inch piece of glass from his neck. So, you know, for in her role, she was, that's not her scope of practice. Right. She was acting as a medic, but not operating as a medic, if that makes sense. And I love it. That's cool. All right. <laughs> this is one, this dude, known for quite a while, fireman and paramedic. And this is something we all kind of do. Um, there's some drugs that are like that are pre-radio where you can, we can just hand them out. And some are post-radio, and that means we have to call in okay. for like medical direction. Okay. So in this case, he gave a drug that manages blood pressure and stuff like that called dopamine. He gave it first, asked later. <laughs> Which is, you know, what we call that is it's easier to get forgiveness than permission. Right. And, and that, my friends, is mainly how I operate in all things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Especially geez. on the road. There you go. But, so, all Sometimes right. you don't have time. Sometimes you don't have time. All right. This is what great. Um, all right. This dude got into a screaming match with local hospitals, ER staff, because they tried to turn a very small petite patient out in the middle of winter. They tried to basically just kick her out of the ER. She was wearing pajama bottoms and a thin sweatshirt. So what happens a lot is people get pissed off at the hospital staff for lack of better terminology. Okay. And then based on how busy they are and, and all that other stuff, the stress level in that job, maybe they aren't always like really welcoming for that person to stay and yeah. just kind of let it is what yeah. it is. But then this dude followed her down the road and convinced her to come back. And then he says she wouldn't let him, she didn't want him to leave. So he just hung out in the hospital with her while she waited. See, and that's just, I like this. He said is, I think that my favorite line of that day was you can't treat human beings this way. That's cool. That's cool. So, and that's true. You know, we all get worked up and stuff like that. Oh yeah, for sure. And we're all coming at it from various different angles. But, like, their main priority is always to be patient advocate. Right, right. And sometimes, in regards to the ER staff, that does step on toes. Yeah. Not like we're always going for that. Right, no, for sure. Perhaps. All right, what else? See, and I love stuff like this. This dude uh, had a hospice patient on their way to the, like, the destination facility, basically where they're going, and they're chances are going to pass away usually like depending on the level of hospice but um so he's taking them to their facility 
had a specific fast food order that was not <laughs> not allowed in their their dietary options. They got what, what they do you wanted. Do? <laughs> they... That's what you do. You get you get what you want. Yeah. And so that's what was made to happen. I love well, it. Well, that was one of the things that came up when we were talking today. Um, one of this person's patients wanted a Coke. So she swabs this COVID patient's mouth with some Sprite to to give them, you know, like right. just dumb give little something. things. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, I've done that. You know, I've had... I had a dude, an older guy with diabetes, and he didn't want the oral glucose, but he didn't necessarily need dextrose injected D50. He didn't need the 25 grams of that. So I convinced him to split my Twix with me. And so he, so I drove him into the hospital on the stretcher there, and he's eating a Twix. And they're like, like what are you guys doing? I'm getting his sugar up. There you go. Duh. So... <laughs> okay yeah this is this is one of my favorite things to do had a hospice patient who just wanted their son to ride in the back with her uh partner didn't want that to happen the two individuals get in a screaming match one says it's against protocol <laughs> and and this medic here says and she i don't know you can scroll down and see it but <laughs> she said i, I don't, don't give, give a, a, and it and it's a plus sign this, asterisks <laughs> All the pound percentage sign and three exclamation points. <laughs> Ooh, that's a naughty word. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Uh, I love it though. I, I mean, because that at the end of the day. But that's the two medics, right? Those are the right. two responders right. in the front right. screaming back and forth. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, one person is straight laced and by the book. Yeah. And sometimes. If you've had the misfortune of working with this guy right here, <laughs> I just never really bring the book with me at all. So, oh, you know, but you know, sometimes it's not appropriate, right? right? I think everybody listening will agree that sometimes it's not appropriate too. But I but, think I think the core in here is that there's just human humanity moments. Right. Where it just makes sense for the person, you know, and yes, you want to follow the rules and do, you can't just be doing whatever you want all the time. But when you right. can see that moment and see what it's worth, you know. Right. Um, same medic <laughs> from the aforementioned scenario uh, had a severe allergic reaction, anaphylaxis patient, and his throat was closing. Um, so she facilitated the intubation of this gentleman. Now, we don't carry, we don't in this county, it would be RSI protocols, rapid sequence intubation. Okay. But he needed that to happen, so she facilitated that. That's a good call. Solid patient care. That's awesome. So then what I love about this one is that it says, a month later, I went up to the cafeteria at Genesis, and some random woman jumped over the Bigby counter and bear hugged me and and yelled to her co-workers that this is a lady that saved my husband oh so, my gosh that's amazing that's the coolest huh that's really cool i'm giving that a heart just so you <laughs> you, you listening right now i just loved it <laughs> there it is oh it's so cool i can imagine that in my head that'd be so cool so you know, and a lot of these stories, it's it's like people going to hospice. This one, this is a friend of mine. She said she, well, they're all friends of mine. 
you're all friends of mine, guys. <laughs> anyway, this one, this she was, uh, they were taking a patient to a hospice facility. He saw that they were going by a lake and asked if they could pull over so he could look at the water one more time. So they took him out of the rig on the stretcher and rolled him down as close as they could get. That's so cool. So, so then they could hear, I guess he told them a bunch of, it says, he told them some, uh, told us some fishing stories. And then they found out that just shortly after they, like a few hours later, after they dropped him off, he passed away. Wow. So Aww. that's good stuff, man. I'm going to love that one too, Jim. <laughs> so good. Oh, that's so cool. I love this stuff. Yep. Some of this stuff is, is just, you know, good patient care. And yeah. it, like, it might be out of our scope of practice, but if you know what you're doing, yeah. you know, and the thing is too, I should preface this by in this County that we work in the doctors that are in charge that are like our medical control docs, mm-hmm. they know that we all know and are aware of the protocols, but they also know that we just kind of operate to the left and right of them and kind of it interchanges as necessary to the patient. Yeah. So a lot of this stuff, this treatment stuff, yeah, that's all. That's all good stuff. Did a plural decompression without calling in and asking for an order. This guy had a patient with a huge tension pneumothorax, which is like a collapsed lung and just needed to be done. This is wow. a procedure that, okay. like I said earlier, forgiveness is easier to get than permission sometimes. Or you don't have time for permission. It's a yeah. time-sensitive scenario. Hmm. Had a patient uh, out in the country that was with the police after an assault, was badly injured, but would not go to the, in the ambulance because he couldn't afford the bill. I asked him where he lived and if he had any family that would be willing to take him in. He was stable, but needed some sutures and could, and probably needed a scan, like a CT scan. Okay. We drove him to his home, woke his parents up and explained the situation. They got their dis- their stuff together and drove them in. We cleared no patient after approximately 50 minutes. And that's a story from our friend. Uh, <laughs> see now, like for real, I've done, there was a dude in Grand Blank we used to go to and his sugar would get low and then we'd make him food and just kind of hang out. Yeah. I remember you just telling me that. Yeah. You know, just cause lonely old man, you know what I mean? Yeah. And just doesn't manage his, his own self, his healthcare at least. Yeah. So, well, dude, we did that. We did a, on our way from the hospital over to the rehab facility. We stopped by that lady's house. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. The, where but I we got stopped it. by the neighbor's house first and then we stopped oh, by yeah, you guys. So this is brilliant. <laughs> so we have Ashley riding with us and we have this lady that we need to take to um, where we're taking her to, like Caretel Nursing yeah, Home. Yeah, in Linden, yeah. Yep. And how did we get to her house in the first place? What was the scenario there? Or were we taking her home? She or just were we wanted, stopping? The- she wanted to pick up a few things, didn't she? she oh, yeah. So we were going things. from the hospital to Caretel, and she needed to stop at her house or a condo, which was just down the street. I think it was like a hip fracture lady or something. So she yeah. wasn't yep. going to be there long term. But... So we go to get her, her the things she wanted from her house, except 
Oh, so anyway, so we get in, pull in the driveway and can't get the code to work. So the garage door will go and she doesn't understand it. So I, because I'm brilliant, decided that it was because the batteries in the little keypad must be dead. It's the only explanation, right? Right. Right. right for sure. So then we get back in the rig, drive down to the Beacon and Bridge right mm-hmm. in town there. I go in and because it's a Beacon and Bridge, I buy like a $9 nine volt battery (laughs) and we go back and I switch out the battery and it still won't work and then Ashley gets in the back after trying to figure out what's going on and mentions how much she likes the butterfly ornament in this lady's driveway it was at that point the nice old lady said I don't have that in my driveway you're in my neighbor's driveway yeah she's like those are my neighbors and then I'm like Wait, wait a minute. Yes. So, <laughs> so I then replaced I, I, how the are you thing. guys? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you placed that. It was so nice of you. Mm-hmm. They have fresh batteries. To whoever that is, you're welcome. For yes. a fresh battery. <laughs> I spent like a full day's pay on. Yeah, that was that was phenomenal. And I felt like it was a really dumb rhetorical question. Be like, wait, wait, wait. What house are we supposed to be at? And then we did, literally, we did the whole backed up and <laughs> pulled in. <laughs> hey, and oddly enough, the code worked fine. And it worked just fine. It was great. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy. All right. Okay. So, like I said, a lot of this stuff is just normal humanity stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's being cool. It's just, there's, there's rules to follow and procedures that we do. And, and most of the time. Like I would say a solid 85 to 90% of the time, everyone's right in on board and yeah. does everything, you know, as trained on just in the ballpark of the book. So it's not crazy. Here's one though. This is an above and beyond one. So I like this. This dude said, I was able to help out a patient with obtaining a ramp as they were unable to afford one and desperately needed one. Patient wasn't ambulatory but like used a wheelchair and the family would have to pick them up in the wheelchair and go up and down cement stairs. That was already probably, it was already in bad repair, kind of beat up steps. Yeah. Uh, He says his first thought was what if there was a fire? His mind roamed more and more. He made a recommendation to call an organization that helps with stuff like that for a small donation. They now have a nice ramp. <laughs> that doesn't have a ninja warrior angle to it. <laughs> and that, well, that's just, those are hard to, to get the stretcher around. So yeah. We all know what yeah. he's talking about. So that's cool. See, and that's just the more the same. That's this so is just a community of people that really just want to do right by the community. Yeah. You know, yeah. all these folks, we say horrible jokes and sometimes get pissed off quick. And stuff like that have a lot of stressors and whatnot. But in the at the end of the day, everyone's just trying to take care of the community. For sure. The best they know how. For sure. So, are you ready? Yes. This is my favorite story of all time. Okay. Because this one, I'm only going to out one person. My partner, current partner, Dan, is involved with this. Oh, no. <laughs> Daniel, I'm sorry. I'm sorry ahead of time, Dan. <laughs> so... I'm going to tell the full story and and stuff like that. But the comment comes from the paramedic at the time, his former partner, who's now a nurse and says, transported a dog 
on the stretcher that had been in a structure fire, period. And she says, and I'll do it again, too. <laughs> <laughs> so that one, this is the one. So they go do like a structure fire standby. Okay. And this dog comes out, this badly burned, like he had oh. been in a kennel. So the kennel had actually, the plastic was melted to him in some spots. So Bye. they got the dog. I think they got the, the kennel pieces off of him. But then the, so fire departments, we carry on the fire trucks, we carry special like shaped set up uh, OT masks for animals. Okay. So the fire guys had that. And these two, just went into action and uh, took care of the dog. And then actually in the ambulance, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm unclear if there was lights and sirens utilized, but <laughs> one would say probably, I don't know. I can't confirm and I won't, you know, or deny, but it's possible, highly probable that that happened. And they took this, this dog to uh, emergency, like a emergency center for animals yeah. Where he was taken care of. That's amazing. So then later, after, for, I, I'm going to go with the obvious pun. After the smoke cleared. Oh, no. <laughs> after the smoke cleared, there was an actual um, protocol written. Oh, no. About how not to do that. So. So basically, you're not allowed to. We aren't supposed to transport animals. Okay, but can you treat them on site? Yes. Is it just transport? Like I'm not allowed to put them in my I, rig? I'm, I don't know. I would like to both. be clearly informed. Of what I, I know there's a protocol. <laughs> and that's about as much as I know. Wow. That's amazing. I think that everybody that's going to listen to this episode, like everybody that's commented, would probably do the same thing. Oh, yeah, for sure. I love it. The person who left the original comment is speaking to another one, another person <laughs> on the thread here. And she said, this was my proudest EMS moment. <laughs> Saving a dog. See, but if you have dogs, like I would want someone to take care of our dogs. Yeah. You know what I mean? And not just, yeah. there's another comment in here where the dude took care of a, like took care of a cat on scene. Just giving them oxygen usually helps. You know what I mean? When they have smoke inhalation. Okay. But... Yeah, man. So I think this was fun. We'll have to do this again. I like seeing, I liked having people commenting while we were recording. Yeah. No, and cool. I think if we give people a heads up or even if we, we oh, could go dude. live or something, maybe. We could do that. You can do that with Instagram, with reels. You can do a live. Yeah. I don't know how that would work with like, uh, you know, audio file. So it could be played later, but. Well, I mean, yeah, it won't be the best on Instagram, but I mean, yeah, we'll have to do a little research, but at least to we get, could like, do the thing like, yeah, we could record do, on zoom. That'd be cool. We could do that with just like messenger probably mm -hmm. get enough people on board. That'd be fun. So yeah. Anyway, man, these are just some cool stories of how, you know, I think the reason I asked that is a kind of an easy first question to ask and everybody's done it yeah you know unless it's like your first month and you're still kind of trying to get your feet wet and figure everything out but there will come a time when like there was a dude the service i worked for we used to take him to and from dialysis you know and it's like three days a week 
And the center he went to, there's a McDonald's right next door. And so every time on our way home, he'd get a senior Coke and a senior fries. And that was just like the thing. Everyone knew to do it. No one ever argued. You know, it's probably not the best thing. Potassium for a dialysis patient is like, <laughs> this is why they're getting dialysis. But, <laughs> but anyway, you know, it was just a thing. And he would leave his change, which was always a nickel up in our little cabinets, you know, where all this stuff is. Yeah. But it's just, it's stuff like that. I think it's doing things in these, those moments that make it like a palatable job. Yeah. When you yeah. can just like whatever, at whatever cost we're going to do, right. You know? Yeah. There's, well, Chakova, our coach, right. coach Chuck, you know, often he'll say, what are you celebrating right now? And what is your, like, your goal that you're working on, or sometimes you can say, um, you know, like, but something, like even Pastor Pradeepin last week, you know, in the small home churches and stuff, like, in small groups asking, what are you celebrating right now, and what do you need prayer for? So I, I think that when we do stuff like this, it just kind of right. brings back some of that um, that joy and passion and some of those great memories of, you know, when I think everything is aligned you know, everything is like lined up and the priorities are straight and right. you you went above and beyond and you did something that was pretty cool, you know, and not that every day isn't pretty cool, but that, you know, I mean, there's just right. those things that stand out a little bit more than others. And I think they should, you know. Right. Well, you know, and a lot of it, a lot of this job, whether it's police, fire or EMS or any ER, a lot of it is so, so much the same all the time. Yeah. So, like, it's just, like, we're doing things by reflex. Everything's muscle memory. You know, and to a large extent, a lot of that is to protect our own hearts and minds. You know, if you can just get through stuff and, and make it happen and be done with it. But it's the little moments like this, whether it's, you know, saving dog lives or spending extra time with somebody or getting them a ramp yeah. so they can get in and out of their home safely for them and their family. Yeah. And really that benefits us in the long run. Yeah. You know, cause it is Michigan and there is snow and ice. Right. And it's yeah. just, those are the things, you know, the fire department this year, we were able to help with, um, uh, the fish organization, which is just, it's kind of like center of hope, if you will. So like outreach and food okay. baskets and Christmas gifts and just, you know, to have the opportunity as a fire department to be involved, to take food to people and stuff like that. And I don't know, those are the moments like these little above and beyond things yeah, are the things that make it worthwhile. And the other stuff, the medical treatments given without getting permission, that's just savage. That's gangster. <laughs> and we all, and we all want to be that. And that's like, that's a fact. Everybody wants yeah. at some point or another, to do some of that high level, super, yeah, super cool stuff. You know what I mean? Like I've done things that I've reduced a couple patellas when they're dislocated. That's, that's not my thing to do, but did it anyway. You know, it's just lots of things. And I think everybody, depending on their time serving time, doing this gig, everyone's got something where they've known exactly what to do and just went for it. Mm-hmm. Just went for it. Again, just in case any management people or people in charge of things listen, we fully honor our protocols. We all yes. do. Yes. 
yeah that's that thank you everybody who who commented you know i appreciate you guys yeah. We've all been doing this crazy job together for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, I go into my 18th year this year. Wow. And next month, I will have completed 17, 17 magical, glorious years. Wow. In the EMS community. Yeah. Cool. That's all I got. Cool. Like I said, thank you for everyone who played along and participated. We'll do this again soon. Yes. I'll find something We'll something something. We should ask the how much coffee people drink question. I think Ooh. I will always be the winner of that. But Ooh. listen, you know what you I, all need to drink. I'm going to go what's... back to this again. <laughs> you need to be drinking Freedom Ice Super Brain. It's got cognizine in it, and we don't know what that is. But on Swartz Alpha 193, we believe it comes from our stem cells. <laughs> <laughs> it's a true story. Oh, geez. It tastes like... You know those rocket pop things? Yes. Yeah. It tastes like rocket pops. Oh, geez. It's got all kinds of words I can't pronounce in it. Mm, then you probably should cognizine. be drinking it. It's got cognizine. And it's called super brain. Like, why would you not drink something <laughs> called super brain? Mm. <laughs> because it's called super brain. <laughs> you said, uh, so no, in all seriousness, there's so much coffee being consumed on that truck, on on the daily basis that we have considered bringing a Keurig and putting it in the truck. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Hey. That's so fun. So yeah, we'll do this again. We'll talk about food spots, coffee. Oh, cool. Well, thank you everybody for joining us tonight. That was super fun. And, uh, that's, all I got. that's right. Keep following the rules, everybody. Keep it clean out there. Be safe. Keep following us on Facebook and Instagram. And thanks for listening. See you next time. See ya.